Hello, this is Maurice Harker. For almost 20 years, we've been building a team of hundreds of clinicians, coaches, mentors, and people just like you who have discovered and loved to teach life-changing principles. Our coaches have made a special investment to make sure you can hear these messages. You will hear stories of triumphant healing from specialists and people having a real life just like you. We hope to increase your awareness that you are not alone, and there are so many others who are enlisted in this work to train and heal the whole family. You will find these principles are an amazing synergy of the most accurate cutting-edge science with familiar gospel principles. We are passionate eternal warriors, and we hope you will join us. Welcome. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us today. I am here today with our eternal warrior coaches, Markel, Roslyn, and Kelly. I'm so grateful to be with you all of you listening, and so grateful that you do listen. We'd love to hear from you. If you have questions or would like us to talk further about something, we'd love to hear from you at like dragons podcast at lifechangingservices.org is our email. You can see that in our show notes as well. So today we really have some strong feelings of joy and gratitude around this topic that we are going to cover today. In Eternal Warriors, we have a lesson, you know, that talks about connecting with our source of strength and that in order to endure well, we need endurance power and that we get that from connecting to God. And we've talked in earlier podcasts about connection and how important that is as it relates to warrior chemistry, that there's a piece of warrior chemistry that has a pull energy and then another one with a push energy. But today we're talking about how important it is to connect, not just with other people, but with God and with ourselves and how that helps our endurance power. So we have lots of sources of strength, but something that has to do with endurance is the scripture in 2 Nephi 31 that I think is so awesome to consider. It really says, if you care about the gospel of Jesus Christ, we don't just enter a gate and say, we're good. I entered the gate. I just got baptized and I'm going to do this. It's more of a, you know what? You enter in and then you find the strength to press forward and endure well. And so I'm just going to read that really quick. It says, and now my beloved brethren, after ye have gotten into the straight and narrow path, I would ask if all is done. Behold, I say unto you, nay, for ye have not come thus far, save it were by the word of Christ with unshaken faith in him relying wholly upon the merits of him who is mighty to save. Wherefore, ye must press forward with the steadfastness in Christ, having a perfect brightness of hope and the love of God and of all men. Wherefore, if ye shall press forward, feasting upon the words of Christ and endure to the end, behold, thus saith the Father, ye shall have eternal life. So, I know that we believe that that's exactly where we're headed. 
And sometimes in mortality, we forget that that's where we're headed because everything gets so loud and confusing. And we need that reminder on a daily basis. Now that we've entered in, how are we trying to connect with and learn more about our Savior and our experience here in mortality and continually press forward with a steadfastness in Christ in a way that can bring us a perfect brightness of hope or just a brightness of hope. That word perfect kind of bumps into people a little bit like, well, I don't understand that perfect brightness of hope. But today we want to talk about something you've probably heard of power calendars, the man power calendar, the girl power calendar, the mom power calendar, the woman power calendar. We have lots of power calendars. We have one called, what is it? The power of light. And so it's, but each one of those calendars has something in common. And there are six things there and three of them are important that we want to highlight today, first and foremost. So let's see, I totally forgot to mention before we started, we're going to go Kelly Roslyn Markell. All right. So Kelly, tell us a little bit about power calendar and what we're highlighting today. I love the power calendar. Our power really does come from the, the three that we're going to highlight today. Our P being prayer, our W being writing, and our R being reading the scriptures and more specifically the Book of Mormon. I think that since I've been able to incorporate those things and really focus on doing those actions every day, my life has been empowered to deal with the stresses of the things that we've encountered, especially this last few years. So I, I love the power calendar. So awesome. And really the power calendar, what is it to you, Rosalind? Like how have the power prayer writing and reading affected your life? Well, in Eternal Warriors, we teach that daily accountability is so powerful. And so we have a box with six squares. And the first three are PWR, just like Kelly said, for prayer, writing, and reading. And for me, the feeling that I get after I have said my prayers and done my writing and my reading to just be able to cross those off is such a boost of, of a feeling of accomplishment. And it just helps me throughout the rest of the day to feel like I can do this. For that one thing, it's very powerful for me, just that being able to get that boost of dopamine, like I've done it, I've done it, I've done it when I cross those things off. But the doing the things has made a huge difference to me. And I always, once I took this course, I always had the goal of getting those done each day. But having a specific time to do them has made all the difference. Because I would sometimes get to the end of the day and look at my calendar and say, see those empty boxes and think, I've got to cross them off. But I would be so exhausted. It wasn't really effective scripture study. My journal entries were like one sentence long. But now that I've set a time to do them in the morning, first thing, it just, 
is a huge difference. Like Kelly said, it gives you power. It actually connecting to Heavenly Father. I mean, that sounds silly to say. Of course it does. It, it gives you power. And doing it intentionally every day is a huge source of power to me and a source of peace. Like I feel like going through the day, well, I connected mm. with him. I trust that he'll get me through this and I've survived so far. So it's working. Excellent. So good. Okay, Markel, why do you love the power goals? I love the power goals because they help me to be able to navigate through challenges throughout the day easier. And they help me to stay connected to my values and to act versus reacting. And the power goals have been really helpful for me because years ago I would pray and then I'd, I would know that I need to read my scriptures and I would just get in a hurry and I'd get distracted and other things would get in the way. And then I'd be like, well, I guess I'll just read one verse. <laughs> and I found that, you know, I needed more strength than just quickly reading as fast as I could one verse to say that I could check off. Oh, I got this done. This is before I knew about the power goals. And, you know, I was having some struggles in life. And when I found out about Eternal Warriors, this really helped me to have a true connection with my Heavenly Father and my Savior, where I was spending more time and really being purposeful, intentional, and prioritizing the importance of that connection in my life. And it has made all of the difference. And praying, I, I love praying. I do feel a deep connection there. I really do feel I can pour my heart out to my Heavenly Father and know that He is listening and that I, answers will come. Sometimes they don't come right away. I always have patience. I do know that they do come and they have come in my life. And Sometimes they have come quickly and writing is very, very helpful for me. I love writing. It is a way for me to process emotions, hurt feelings, anger, frustration, as well as, you know, sharing things that I'm joyful about and happy about. I find this tool to be very, very important in my life. And again, if I am frustrated with something, sometimes even when it's not time for me to write in my journal, I'll just go write, get it all down. I find that I can leave that on the paper and then I'll be able to just move forward. And then it's not so cluttered in my mind. I have a place that I can put it. And oftentimes when I'm writing my journal, I'll ask questions. And especially if I don't know how to do something, and it's amazing how, as I've got that question out there, and I keep praying about it and thinking about it throughout the day, I will find answers. And so I love writing. For me, that's just a very important tool. So, And I do like to check my boxes off. You know, 
with the power goals. We're keeping track and have accountability and I want to make sure I get them all in. Uh, and so that helps me to remember, oh yeah, I've got to do that. And one other thing that I find that is really helpful, if I haven't gotten, say, my scriptures read for some reason, or if I you know, usually try to do it in the morning. If I don't get it done in the morning, I like to try to make a note and write it down in my planner to do it later. And that helps me to remember the importance of that. And then also if my day gets going again, usually the spirit will prompt me again to get that done. And that's a great way for me to make sure that I remember that goal and the importance and to follow through and get it finished. Mm, so good. Hey, you know, for me, it was so amazing. My son was in the Sons of Healing program and he was learning about writing feathers to God. And it was so cool for me to even consider that's a thing, writing letters to God. You write letters to God, that's a thing. And then actually wondering if that was a good thing or not, because I'd never even thought of that. But I noticed how much power it was bringing my son to have this connection that was a little more thought out, a little more meaningful. Anyway, it was just incredible when I started. That's where I started. The power goals, prayer writing and reading was noticing and being interested in and intrigued by letters to God. And seeing how that helped my son so much. And it was so neat in my mid-40s to discover that there was a spiritual language in writing and connecting my prayers and reading to my writing that became, to me, something like power journaling. You know, like as I would pray and then continue with my language of prayer in my writing and then also go to the scriptures and read and then connect those three and notice where the spirit was guiding me. It was something for me in my mid forties that was like, I can actually receive personal revelation because I had this false story in my life that kind of sounded like, well, I know how to build the spirit, I think. And I know that I love the gospel and I know how to act like a church lady, but I didn't have a testimony personally that God really wanted to talk to me and have a relationship with me. And it wasn't until I implemented these three things together and started noticing there's a spiritual language in combining these three things that came out first and foremost for me in noticing that when I write in kind of an attitude of prayer and gratitude, as well as I'm trying to solve these problems and strategize with God about how to win my personal battles against the adversary. It was so cool. It was like, a game changer in my life to just feel so excited that that story that I'd believed for so long was not true. That God really does keep his promises and what he says in the scriptures that he wants to speak to all of us. And that personal revelation is real for everybody. That's what power goals 
did for me in my life to consistently be accountable to this system, but also over time be realizing there's a way to increase not just my connection with God, but this feeling of confidence that comes from knowing that God's aware of you and that he's helping you. So that's what I love about it. What kind of tip or trick or oh advice do you guys give the, the students and the people that you work with about prayers, writing, and reading? What's something, because we've all been at this for long enough to know that this doesn't make sense to everybody right up front. And there's a way to go about this for everybody. There's no perfect way, right way to do it. But what are some things if someone's just starting out using a power calendar and focusing on prayers, writing, and reading that you would share with everybody listening? That would be, this would be a great place to start. And here's my tip, my advice. Kelly? I actually have two that I like to use. And the the first one, I share a personal example from my own journey using the power goals. I have always prayed at night, but it was really difficult for me to get into a habit of praying in the morning. But my mother was one of these kind of people that was insistent that the first thing you do when you get up in the morning was make your bed. And so I always share the fact that to help me to get into the habit of praying in the morning, I attached it to my already established habit of making my bed. So I, I always know when I walk into my bedroom and I see that my bed is made, I know I've prayed because the minute the bed is finished, I'm on my knees and saying my morning prayer. And that helps me to remember, yeah, I've made that connection with the Lord. So all throughout the day when I'm in and out of my bedroom and I see that my bed is made, I know I've made that connection. I know I also have a team member that her habit that she uses was that she always in the morning after her shower would, you know, put on her makeup. And during that time that she was putting on her makeup, she would listen to her scriptures then. And that's my first tip is to attach it to something that you've already got established. So that doesn't seem overwhelming to add one more thing to your daily routine. The other thing that I always like to to remind people who I talk with and I'm teaching is that, and we just had this in our Come Follow Me lesson, it's this week's Come Follow Me lesson, but it's in, in Doctrine and Covenants 60-61-62, there's three times where the Lord says it mattereth not. And, and in one of the sections, it's it doesn't matter whether you go as a group or you go two by two. And in one of the sections, it's it doesn't matter if you go by boat or by land. What's important is that you take the journey and everyone has different lives and different times and different ways of doing things. I try to help people understand that I do it this way, but that doesn't mean that's your way and that the Lord doesn't care how you pray, when you pray, but he wants you to pray. So Find what works for you. 
I think that's really important. It's like, what's the best kind of exercise? <laughs> the kind that you will do. And so to be not overwhelmed at first with everything that you learn from these lessons, it's really good to just say, okay, how can I make this something that I will do? And don't be too concerned about it has to be done the way Karen does it, or it has to be done the way Kelly does it. It has to be done the way you can get to the end result, which is what the Lord cares about. It doesn't matter how you connect with him. It's more important that you do connect with him. And I I think that's an important thing to remember when you're starting out. That's so good. Rosalind, what would you add? What would be your advice? I love what Kelly said about encouraging people to create the routines that will fit in with their lives. So some people writing was unfamiliar and unusual for them and but they were determined to do it, but they wouldn't always have their journal with them when they had a minute. And so then it didn't get done. So I encourage them, well, it doesn't have to always be in the same place. If you put put a little notebook in your car, put a little notebook in your kitchen, put a little notebook. If that's what it took to get the writing done, to just have several places to do it, then I say, do it, just make it work. And also for this, I encourage them to use baby steps and I warn them, Satan's going to tell you a baby step doesn't matter. That's not enough progress. But that's what helped me was to do things a little bit at a time and work up to where I was writing a really meaningful page full in a journal and where I felt my prayers were really connecting. It took a while, but to believe that in the process that these things will take time to feel familiar and to feel like you're really, truly connecting, but keep going you know, just determine that Latter-day Saints don't stop trying. Latter-day Saints keep trying. We just keep going. I think that's my main encouragement when they're starting out is to keep going, make it work for you. Yeah, that's what it just makes me think just that term of pressing forward, you know, it's not go forward, you know, move forward. It's more of a, you know, press, press is, you know, there's a little, bit of determined pressure or, or efforts that we just don't give up on and press forward. It's awesome. Thanks, Rosalind. Markel, what's your tip? What would you say? I also find, as Kelly mentioned, attaching it to something else that you're already doing. And it could be some more ideas are We have meals each day. And so attaching it to getting a goal finished either before a meal or after a meal, or if you exercise or go for walks, or if there's something that you like to do, getting it finished before you do that activity that you really like. And one thing that I like about that is that the goal is finished And then you don't have to stress about, I've got to get that goal done. I've got to get that goal done. And you're in this activity that you really like. And, you know, you have the stress going on while you're doing this activity because, you know, you need to do this. And so 
getting it done before those things that you like to do. And then that helps you to enjoy all of it. With those goals as well, being really specific. And I like the baby steps as well that Rosalind talked about. Starting where you're at. When you're first starting to say your prayers, if you've never said your prayers, you know, you're not going to be able to pray for five minutes. It's going to be really hard. So pick 30 seconds, pick one minute. And once you get that down and get a good routine, then you can increase that time as you choose. And again, it is, it's customized for yourself and what is going to work for you and what brings you that fulfillment and that connection that you're you're searching for and that you're wanting. Again, with your scriptures, we really do have a great world with this technology. This is one of the benefits and the good things that comes from technology as we can just push play on our audio when reading our scriptures, you know, whether it's when we're getting ready in the morning or driving, or if we're cleaning up different things, whatever we're involved with. And what I like to do with that is As I'm listening, if a scripture stands out to me, I will actually stop and I will, you know, copy that scripture and then I will paste it and send me an email so that I can, oftentimes I'll print that off or I'll rewrite it down in my journal or on a three by five card so that I can see it and I can refresh my memory over and over of that scripture that really made an impression on me. That's so helpful for me to really listen and receive that personal revelation and then remind myself of what I was being taught in that moment. And that really helps me to instill that word of God within. And again, knowing that Satan is going to attack us and distract us when we are doing these good things, because he knows that this is going to help us to have a better day and to receive joy and happiness. And if he can distract us or get us to forget about doing these, then he's achieved his goal. And so I do remind people that we do have to fight for these goals and really be intentional, purposeful, and know that it's going to be a great blessing. When I ask people, how do these power goals help you? And they just say, well, it makes me happy. And it really does make my day go better. And that's what we want. We want all the help that we can get. And this, you know, is my anchor. And for me, I find that I have to make sure I get this in every day. And it does make all the difference in how my day goes. So awesome. All right. So I just think that one tip I would give is definitely something Rosalind brought up earlier. And it would be, you know, if I set a time where I'm going to try to get these things done, it will more likely happen than if I just say, I'm gonna do those things. So that's something that I would give as a tip. Another thing I would give as a tip is just understanding that the doing of something, no matter what level you do it at, creates more power to do it. And so I just think momentum, it's like part of our humanness is to kind of be like, Oh, getting started is hard. Oh, making myself do things is hard. But the piece of just being accountable and marking that off 
and noticing even if I do it at a little baby steps that was already mentioned that it starts creating momentum and more light and understanding comes in about what I might be capable of and what's available to me just by being consistent. So that's one thing I guess the tip I would say is consistent effort at whatever level you can show up is powerful. It increases our power. And also, I guess I would add having a contingency plan. So you might have a plan of here's what it's going to look like when I'm doing my power goals the way I want to do them, the way that I've written down that I'm going to do them. But because life gets lifey and we're just kind of feeling like, man, I had a plan, but then my life got lifey for a minute. And so my schedule's off or that bumped into me and I wasn't prepared for that. To have something that still counts, but it's quick and short and can still be fit in. One of the examples makes me think of a gal that I worked with and she she had the three by five cards in a spiral bound three by five cards. And that became her contingency plan that, you know, if she got in a, in a bind like that, she had this three by five spiral bound deck and she would, she just knew there was tons of stuff in there that she had accumulated over time. And she would just take it with her and that would Helper. She could write on those. She could just read one. She could, anyway, she just did lots of different angles with that little spiral round three by five card system that she just had decided, I think I'm going to just write down special things to me here. And it became her contingency plan when her life got a little bit unexpected or, or I did the thing like slept in or, you know, Instead of skipping it, having the determination to do it, even at a contingency level. So good. Yeah. All right. Okay, what's coming to your mind, ladies? What's coming to your mind about prayers, writing, and reading? I know writing is... I think something we notice everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people struggle with the writing part of power goals. Yeah. I'd like to just share some of the different ways that at different times my writing has kind of taken me. I know that when I first started, I absolutely could put things down in my letters to God that I was too afraid to say in my actual prayers. <laughs> I know that that was something that really, really helped me to get in tune with what am I really feeling here? Because I would be too hesitant to say those kind of things in a prayer. So that was one really great experience that helped me to know that this is something that I want to keep as part of my daily routine is being able to really express myself in these letters. A few years after I got into the habit of writing, it became 
really difficult in my life. There was a time in my life that my husband's retired and our whole retirement fund, like 401k, you know, was stolen. It was stolen and I was in a major spin and I was directed by the spirit to take as part of my reading of the Book of Mormon and write alike unto me in every chapter. And as I started doing that, it was taking me an hour to an hour and a half every day to write. And instead of writing my letter to God, these uh, like unto me passages soon became God's letters to me. It was a daily reminder as I was going through the Book of Mormon and finding that scripture that I could liken to myself and write down an experience that happened to me in my life that related to that scripture. God was able to show me in a very powerful way how involved he is in my life and in the details of the details of the details. And because it took so much time to do that, I let that become my writing instead of my letter to God. I let that be his letter to me. And that was the best experience I've ever had in the scriptures and with writing was when I I did that for the year. It got me through because I had a daily reminder as I was writing these like unto me passages from the Lord. This is what I've done for you in the past. Please trust me that everything will be okay. And I love now that that's been two or three years ago, going back and I'm rereading all of those things that I'd written before. And again, I get reminded that the Lord is in the details of the details of the details. And I feel his love. And it's a powerful way that I've been able to use my writing. The other thing that I've been able to do at difficult junctures in my life was to keep a gratitude journal. And that also helps me to stay focused on realizing that even though sometimes my life is a big mess, that if I can be grateful, I can be happy because when I'm grateful, I remember to who I'm grateful. And I remember that I have that connection and that there are amazing promises that he's given. And so those ways of writing have evolved. And I never know really when I start the day, if I'm going to have one of those letters like I did at the beginning, where I'm pouring out my heart and saying all the things that I'm feeling, or whether it's going to simply be, I love you, Heavenly Father. Thank you so much for this gospel. I feel this peace today. And I appreciate your influence in my life. I writing can take on so many different avenues. And so I'm so grateful that this tool allows us to have that connection that we didn't even know, like Karen said earlier, was available to us, that through the writing, we do get a lot of the revelation and the spirit is very strong when we're putting pen to paper. Yeah, thank you, Kelly. So good. 
Yeah, Rosalind, what's something you would add about our talking about power goals? What's on your heart about it? Well, first, I introduced the program to my husband, and he says now, I think that was maybe four years ago, he says that this is the first time in his whole life that he's been able to be consistent in praying and writing and reading. And that is powerful to me. It's done the same thing for me. I had good intentions my whole life long to do them, but things would come up. But having this goal to check off has made me consistent. And the other thing that I would add is just, it reminds me of when President Nelson invited us to seek personal revelation. These things are doing what he said, because he said, find a quiet place where you can regularly go. So we intentionally set this place and time. And then he asked us to pour out our heart, to pray, and then to write the thoughts that come and that that will help us grow into the principle of revelation. And I find that that is true. These things are helping us. It just gives us a formula to use to follow the prophet and to grow into that principle of revelation. I'm so grateful. Amen. That's so true. Yeah. Markel, any final thoughts on? Yeah. Power the power goals. goals, the power goals have really helped me to gain an awareness, an awareness of what I'm feeling. And they create the space for me to pause throughout the day. When I'm praying, I have to stop and really take time to reflect. And when I'm reading my scriptures, I am taking time to listen to the word of God and instilling in that into my heart and my mind. And then writing again, I'm able to be aware of what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, what I'm grateful for as I write those letters to God. And what I've noticed with this awareness and this connection and taking time to be still is that I am able to hear the promptings of the Holy Ghost. And I'm also able to discern quicker and faster when the adversary is trying to attack me or throw me off balance and distract me from what I value. And I'm really grateful for, you know, these power goals, this simple tool to help me to be accountable of taking that time to connect to God, connect with myself and being more in tune. And that has been a great blessing for me. And it's been a great blessing for others that I've worked with. Yeah. So good. I don't think pressing forward in Christ or having a brightness of hope would have happened for me without having a system that revealed the power of God in my life, that my source of strength was in him and through him and my life has completely changed because of the realization that doing these small, simple things at whatever level we're at does bring such a great thing to pass. And I think the greatest thing that we can bring to pass in our lives is recognizing that our source of strength is our savior and that our connection with Heavenly Father and his son and 
our practice at listening to the Holy Ghost makes all the difference in our lives. So I'm just so grateful for power goals and someone putting them in a system that looks like, hey, that's some accountability and give that a shot and then listen to just let it roll along and it'll open up this way if you're consistent at it, that is your way that reveals itself to you, that helps you to know, here I am from heaven. Here I am. I'm so aware of you and I love you and you matter to me and I am in the details of your life. So incredible. I hope that's what you noticed today is that each one of us had different things to say, different experiences and miraculous things and special things that had meaning to us, but it had to do with us just saying, oh, there's something called a power calendar. Okay. What is that? What do I have to do with this power calendar? And then, okay. So that prayer, writing and reading, those three are required. And I'm going to try to do those every day. And just the practice of trying brought great things to pass. Thanks so much for being with us today, everyone. So grateful for your participation. And really, if you would need to find us, we're at lifechangingservices.org under the training tab. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. As you can see, we are very enlisted in what we have learned and hope to teach. If you have found today's message inspiring, please share this podcast with family and friends so others can enjoy and be edified along with us. Be sure to download the free book that holds all the core principles behind what we teach. This book is called Like Dragons Did They Fight. You will find a link for that free download at Like Dragons Free. And remember, you can find all the life-changing resources, programs, and trainings needed for you and your family at lifechangingservices.org.